Welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. Did you know that you have been called to be a light in this dark world we are living in? Let your light so shine before men so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Y'all, we are the second, we are in our second week of the new year, and this is the second episode. Um for this year and I have to honestly tell you guys that it has been a phenomenal um, beginning. I'm excited about what God is doing and what he will do in this season of my life and I'm just excited to share with you all. So um, before I close out today, I'm going to be sharing something um, that's good news. It's going to be wonderful and I'm excited about it as you can tell. But today, let's just get right to it. My topic is titled Suffering in Silence. Silence has a sound. Y'all, did y'all know that silence has a sound? When I tell you that I thought that it was just going to be me talking about some of the things that I encountered, but I had to be quiet and I went through those things in quietness, silence. But then I heard Bishop Jake say that silence has a sound. And I was like, ooh, that will correlate with suffering in silence. So it's not that you are really suffering in silence. It is just that in that God is doing some things in your life. And I never looked at it that way. So God can still hear you in the silence. But can you still hear God in the silence? And so interestingly enough, like we go through a lot of different things um, and we don't think that people understand, um, especially those that are around us, you know, because one, they're not in it or they're not going through it at that particular moment. Or maybe they just haven't been in in a similar situation or something like what you're dealing with at that current moment. But it doesn't mean that you are alone because God is always with you. He's always with us. He's always just protecting and and keeping us. And so I had to learn that even though it felt like I was suffering and it was quiet and I couldn't hear God was doing his greatest work in my life in that moment. And so in Psalms 34, 17, it says the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. So even when it looks like you might be suffering or you might just be having a rough time, God can still hear you if you cry out to him. And not only that, He will help you get through it. Even when everyone else doesn't get you, God still gets you. Why? Because he created you. He knows you. He knows your thoughts. He knows how you're made because he made you. And so it was just when I tell you guys that this has truly been an awesome time, good, bad and indifferent. But I've learned so much in this time and in this process. So 
Suffering in silence could be equal to to suffer or be unhappy with saying anything. Leads to trauma. It leads to taking our frustrations in negative ways. It only brings more pain and misery. And so when I thought about that, a lot of times you are very unhappy in that. I can honestly tell you, and this is a transparent moment for me, truth moment also. Um, I can't remember the last time in my life um, that I was happy, truly. Not happy today and then tomorrow I'm something different and then the day after that I'm something different, but really happy. And what I found going through this pandemic and in quarantine was, was that True happiness lies within the Lord. And so the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. And so, you know, for me, it was just almost like it's a choice. You have to actively seek the things that you desire and to see in your life and to see it happen. And so I could choose to be unhappy if that's what I wanted to do. And I couldn't blame anyone else for that. I had to take responsibility and ownership for it. And so in that, you know, that could cause more trauma in your life. Some of that stuff, y'all, we inflict on ourselves to be truthful. So you can't say that a person made you unhappy. If you're choosing to be that way, then that's what you're going to get. And so I just had to learn how to flip it and then go with it. So I could choose to sit in a place where I felt like I was suffering, where it was silent, where I couldn't hear anything, where there wasn't anyone around. Or I could choose to make myself available to whatever God was doing, saying, whatever it was in that moment. And so when I think, when I thought about suffering in silence, I thought about Job. Job experienced a great deal of suffering. Now, could you imagine waking up today and life is great? It's going well. You got every need being provided for, you know, your finances is in a good place. You just, I mean, It seems like you are like on cloud nine, you're floating. And then all of a sudden, life happens. Did you know that before the enemy ever did anything to Job, he had to get permission from God. God told him that he could do whatever he wanted to do, but he couldn't kill him. And the enemy told God, And I'm just summing it up. This is my version of this story. So don't judge me. But the enemy told God that he will curse you. He will not serve you. And the devil did everything. Job lost everything in one day. In a matter of moments. His life changed. Even his wife She gets a bad rep, but I heard a pastor preach about how 
nobody understood what she was going through. And that's very true. Just like you could be going through, through things and some may not understand what it is that you're going through in that moment. And so she was them vows literally for richer, for poor, for better, for worse really came to pass in that moment. And so could you imagine how frustrated it was, frustrating it was for her to have to take care of him, to just all the things that she was not accustomed to doing in a matter of moments she had to do. He lost his children. He lost all his wealth, you know, and then the few friends that he had, of course, they was trying to give him sound advice, but they weren't relaying it correctly. And but could you just imagine in his place for that just that moment that here it is, you probably was doing well. Then all of a sudden you got all these boils on you, you all kind of stuff. So there's an outward manifestation of what you're dealing with in that moment. And the people that are closest to you seem to be the ones that don't understand, don't get it. And Job never blamed God. Job never cursed God. As a matter of fact, his blessing was lied in his friends. God made Job pray for his friends. And when he prayed for them, and forgave them for the misinformation that they had given to him in that time, it broke. And Job got double what he lost. So could it be that while you're suffering in silence or experiencing some hard times right now, that you have your blessing in your mouth? Who is it that you need to forgive? What is it that you need to let go of? What's going on that you still got this same situation that you can't shake? You can't move from it. You don't understand why it's like that. But could it be that you hold the very key in your mouth? I know. I just said a mouthful. Sometimes we have to take accountability and responsibility for where we are. Everything is not the devil's fault. As much as we would like to blame it on him, he don't need that much credit. He don't need, you don't need to put the spotlight on him all like that. He is not worth the conversation or entertainment for that matter. You know, he's on assignment. So if he's coming at you and he's coming at you hard, that's because God has something greater for you. But the problem is, is that we never get to the greater because we want to stay in where we're suffering at. We want to keep looking at the same situation or we want to keep going around the mulberry bush and having a woe is me or a pity party and wanting someone to basically justify your behavior and your actions. That's not okay, y'all. We have to do better in this season and in this time frame of our life if we expect to see the hand and the move of God in our lives. So God will use suffering to accomplish his divine purpose for our lives. Jesus had to suffer in silence. So God will use 
these hard times to accomplish the purpose that he has planned for our life. So now if he didn't take away suffering from his own son, what makes y'all think we will be exempt from going through some things where we feel like we are suffering in silence? And oddly enough, Jesus had to bear the brunt of this world upon his shoulders and the disciples wouldn't have never understood that because the commission and the call that was placed upon him was so great that they their minds could not comprehend what he was about to do for them and for generations to come after them. And so if he didn't spare his own son, we ain't exempt, y'all. We gonna go through some things. Silence can only convey a way of mystery and power. Cultivating silence can also serve as an antidote to the emotionally unsettling effects of sound and noise. Our well-being, physical, mental, and spiritual, can feel supported. So, Silence has a sound. And I said earlier that God is doing his greatest work in our lives in this silence. And so this cultivates a place for him to come in and prune and take away some things that he wants to take away. It doesn't feel good. Trust me. I can tell you it does not feel good when God is pruning away some things, but he's going to replace those things that he's taking away for his best in your life. And so if you don't allow him in your suffering to do what he needs to do while it's silent, then you'll never get to the place and the purpose that he has for you in that season of your life. And so you have to remember the enemy's presence cannot compare to the Lord's power. God sees us. Let me say that again. The rem- to remember the enemy's presence cannot compare to the Lord's power. God sees us. He sees you. And the enemy's presence cannot compare to God's power in your life. Why? Because he was defeated over 2,000 years ago on the cross. He knows it. The problem is, is that we forget it. And so I just want to remind you all today that God sees you. He sees what you're going through. He sees what you're dealing with and he doesn't take it lightly. So those things that concern you concerns him too. And so honestly, um, another truth moment here, and I'm just going to be real transparent. My son got married last year. A week before Christmas, actually. Um, For most of you who may be listening, you know me, you know my son, you know um, the situation in itself. And to be honest with y'all, transparent moment, it just did not feel good that our relationship took a hit for the first time since I gave birth to him. It took a hit. And to be truthful with you, the enemy was trying to use that to get me off focus. And I was determined that the situation with my son was not going to 
knock me off my place. I was going to continue to stand with my feet planted in God and in his word. Sturdy, strong, no matter what. And so the situation is this. Was I in agreement with him doing that at this point in time of his life? No, not really, y'all. Why? Because I felt like he had not really given himself the fullest opportunity that he possibly could. But at the same time, I had to accept the decision that he made. Y'all, if you don't have children, trust me, that's probably the hardest job I've ever had in my entire life. And that is being a mother to a son and a daughter, and then being a grandmother to a grandson. And so just when I thought it couldn't get any worse for me. So the month of December for me was really a rough month. And it was just almost like, what is this? Why is this bothering me so badly? And I think because when you're a parent and you just love your children, you always want to see them do better than what you did in your life. You always want more for them. And yes, they have to grow up and make their own decisions. And if you could prevent certain things from happening in our life, you would do that. And I know that I would, you know. And so watching him get married was a very hard place for me. But I had to lean more on God and trust and believe that Whatever is to be, whatever will happen in his life moving forward, God has him. But understanding that he knows who he is. Because if nothing else in his life, he saw me walk that out in front of them. He saw me praying. He saw me in my word. He knew that that was the place where I was most settled, the place where I was at more peace, the place where I was comforted comforted in was in God's presence. And so he saw that because I tried to walk that out in front of him and his sister. And so I'm saying that to say that no matter what you're facing, God still sees you. So even though God knew that this was a difficult place for me to be in, he still saw me. And I had to just turn it over, not about having control because, you know, even having conversation with friends and family members, you know, everybody was just saying, Robin, you know, is it because you're not getting what you want out of this? It never was about what I wanted. I want the best for my son and my daughter and my grandson for that matter. It never will be about what I want for them. It's always going to be about what God wants for them and what God has for them. Because truly, I was the vessel and the tool he used to bring them here. But they are his. They belong to him just like each one of us belong to him. And so I had to just say, okay, Lord, I don't know what you're doing in this. But whatever you're doing in this, 
I'm going to have to trust you even all the more. My faith is going to have to be increased even all the more. And so, y'all, when I tell you that everything that I felt could go wrong during this whole process. And let's keep in mind that and I'm here's another transparent moment. My feelings and thought process about this entire equation equation has been going on since he joined the military. I have had a rough time with it. Um, and would I pick that for him? No, ma'am. No, sir. I would not have. Why? Because I know what God has placed in him because it was what I prayed for him. And until he can see what God has placed in him, it doesn't matter what I know or anybody else knows for that matter. That's between him and the Lord. And so I said that to say that, yes, I was suffering in a place of silence where it seemed like no one understood what I was dealing with. Why? Because most of them didn't have kids in the same situation as me. Most of them um, don't have sons, so they don't know what that part is like. Most of them don't understand the depths of the relationship that he and I have because that's between me and him and the Lord. So silence has a sound. It's in the silence you can hear the heart of God. Silence is so critical to our spiritual vitality. Psalms 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. And so when I, when I saw that, that you can get the heart of God, that is the very, that's so true, y'all. That can't be any more truer than it is today for me. You can get so much from God in silence. The problem is, is like we are like moving targets. We always want to be on the go. And now everybody wants to go back to a place of normalness. So they getting out more. They're just doing more. They don't want to be confined to their houses anymore. You know, the the death toll and the cases for this virus. And then there's a new strain of this virus that has entered into the states that is is getting out of control because people don't want to adhere to the instructions and the wisdom that was given, right? Why? Because they think they know what's best for them. Why? Because they don't think that it could happen to them. And I'm just going to tell you that this stuff is real because it hit home for me. There were several people in my family that tested positive for that virus that really went through some things with that. And they could attest to how real that virus really is. I can't attest to it because I haven't had those symptoms. And I'm so grateful and so thankful that God has kept me. He has protected me. He has covered me. He has put a shield around me. The angels have been encamped about me in this entire process. And so, y'all, you just have to use wisdom the way in your moves. And I'm going to suggest this, that you move in silence, 
Everybody does not need to know what God is doing in your life or what direction he's taking you in because newsflash, hate to break this to you and be the bearer of bad news. Everybody's not happy for your come up. Everybody's not happy for your glow up. Everybody is not happy for when you are happy. They're not happy for you. Misery loves company. And trust me, as long as you are miserable, the devil, you give a foothold to the devil and he's going to play on it. And so the situation with my son was really bothering me. The enemy knew that. And so every opportunity that I allowed him to do or function in or open the door for him to come through in, he did. He did just what I allowed him to do. That's another news flash. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. The enemy will do what you allow him to do. So if you leave a crack, a crevice, any place for him to get a foot in, he going to do it. Him and his little imps going to do it. They're going to take advantage of it. And before you know it, you are spiraling out of on a downward spiral and it's out of control and you're trying to figure out how did you get there? You got there because nine times out of 10, you probably left something open for him to come on in and wreak havoc in your life. So I had to take control of that because that was something that I could control. That meant closing doors, sealing cracks. What does that mean? Operating in a place of forgiveness, operating in a place of love, Operating in a place of patience and understanding, being accountable, you know, and that has the potential of causing damage in other areas of your life. It can impact your work um, area of your life. It can impact friendships in your life. It can impact relationships with family members in your life. It can impact relationships with your significant other. It can impact relationships with your children, you know, and so. I say that to say that God is building and molding you in silence to prepare you for your next assignment. So you think that you're suffering in silence, but it's preparation for where you're going. And you have to be smart and wise enough to realize that it is for a greater purpose. It is for God's kingdom and glory. It is for where he's taking you. So take that time and that moment where it feels like you might be suffering in a place and get before the Lord and be quiet. Keep a journal next to you because God is going to talk. He's always talking. The problem is, is that when do we make time to listen to what he's saying and really getting his heart for where he's taking us? And so, you know, as difficult as life may be, especially even right now, we're getting ready to change leadership for our nation our, and our government. And y'all, I'm going to have to tell you, we need to just pray for the state of the world, especially our nation and our government. And hear me and hear me good with that, because there are so many people around the world that is suffering in silence and they don't think that they have 
any alternatives. They don't think that no one is listening. They don't think that God can hear them, but God is listening. And I believe that we are going to see limitless and unmatchless opportunities in this new season. And so I say that to say that I didn't look at 2020 as a bad year for me. I looked at 2020 as a great year for me. Why? Because he prepared me for where he is providing and taking me in this next season of my life. And so if you didn't get a strategy, if you did not go before him and get a game plan for the next season of your life, shame on you. Because he gave us plenty of time and plenty of opportunity. This is the year that we need to hit the ground running with what we got last year. And so I don't know about y'all, but I'm I'm hitting the ground running this year. And so I'm excited about what God is doing and where he is taking me in this new year. I heard something that was so profound the other day, Pastor Darius Daniels, y'all. If y'all don't listen to him, y'all need to go and YouTube him. Darius Daniels. When I tell you that he is a powerhouse for the kingdom, he is a powerhouse for the kingdom. He says the other day when I was listening to a message that he preached, he said that lions makes moves, not noises. That made me just stop. I had to pause the video and write that down. And then when I thought about it, and when he broke down the characteristics of a lion, y'all, the lion, the animal, king of the jungle, has a loud roar. Crazy when he said that. But when you think about it, when the lion does roar, it literally will cause everything in his pathway to stop and not move. It's prey don't even know that the lion is near him. So for it to be a huge cat with a roar that could paralyze anything in its pathway. Y'all, but he's still silent. So that's what the enemy does. The Bible speaks about the enemy roaring because if his sound is loud enough, it can paralyze you and not make you want to move, do anything else. And then he comes in and does a sneak approach to get you. So just keep that in mind that when it looks like you're suffering in silence, you're really not. We really are not suffering in silence, y'all, because it has a sound and a sound that has a channel to heaven, our heavenly father. And those are the best ears for it to fall upon is his ears. 
because he's the one that holds the key and the power to everything that we need to fix and correct and help us through any situation or anything that we may be facing. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. Do we rely on the one in us or the people around us? The one on the inside of us is bigger and better. Now that we know God will always be there for us, even in our times of suffering, will we suffer in silence or will we complain about our condition? Remember, our condition is not our conclusion. So with all that being said, I pray that something in this podcast today, this episode, this message, this word was liberating. It was freedom for you. You got something for it. You know, I ask that you share it. I'm working on some other things where I will be able to go live and you will be able to call in um, while I'm live and we can have interactive conversation. I can answer questions while I'm live. Y'all, this this has really went far beyond what I expected it to go. And to be honest with you, I had no clue what God was doing with this when he gave me the commission for this podcast. And so I'm excited about this. And so with that being said, it's going to be a party y'all tomorrow on zoom. I challenge you all to meet me there. I am going to post my link on all my social media platforms. If you are not following me on social media, I'm going to suggest that you do, but I'm welcoming you all. Please go to Amazon and Google for my book. You can get it on paper. You can get it paperback or ebook. Y'all, the title, Broken, To Be or Not To Be? That is the question. Or you can Google my name in Amazon, Robin Griggs, and the book should pop up for you. I am going to challenge you all to go buy it. Buy it as a gift for someone. Y'all, it's a whole book now. I worked very hard last year to get this final product. I'm excited. Tomorrow's the relaunch of the book. The second edition, Broken, To Be or Not To Be, that is the question. And so join me via my Zoom tomorrow, 6 o'clock. And we're going to have a good time. I'm going to show up and I'm going to try not to show out, okay? I'm going to bring the funny. You can talk to me. You're going to be able to ask me questions about the book. You can ask me about the podcast. We just going to have a good time. And so I challenge you again, look for the link on my social medias. I'm going to post it today, tomorrow, the book relaunch, go to Amazon, buy the book, get your copy of the book. Y'all, y'all just don't want to miss this. And we are going to have a good time tomorrow. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. The podcast is available on these platforms. Anchor, of course, the one I'm coming to you from. Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Radio Public. Again, thank you. I'm your host, Robin. And I want to say Thank you for tuning in. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. 
peace and blessings to you. Have a wonderful rest of your day.